Let's go ahead and get into one of our reviews this evening. Starting out with this person right here. You know, I've been a fan of, and I ain't going to make no puns here. I've been a fan of you, which I am a fan of all of you. I wouldn't be able to do this without you, but I'm talking about the show, the series you. I've been a fan of that show since season one when I was confused because I heard it was on Lifetime and mm -hmm. then it went over to YouTube and Netflix. And yeah. I think it was on Crackle at one time or something. <laughs> I, I, I said, I can't keep up with this damn show, man. But everybody was talking about it. I checked it out, and I said, let me see what this is all about. I finally they nailed it down. I was able to watch a few episodes. Hello there. Who are you? Everyone just calls me Beck. And there you were. Every account set to public. You want to be seen, heard. Known, of course, I obliged. People, I think that that first season is a brilliant concept, and I think it was brilliantly executed. Absolutely. Yeah, man. I'm gonna tell y'all what I love about this. It's it's it goes between a dark thriller to a downright horror film, but it's narrated by the killer, who looks at himself as a hopeless romantic. <laughs> so. <laughs> It's narrated by him, so this shit is a romance, and when he narrates it, it's constantly tricking us into feeling sympathy for him. Yes, because he's a charismatic guy, and yes. he's smart, and you like him despite the fact that he does very awful, awful things. And there's times you go, man, fuck Joe. What am I doing? And then he'll win you back. Yeah, Unle until he kills you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that hopeless romantic thing. Yeah, I like the way he was listening to you, Martin. He's like, yeah, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I might not kill you, Martin. <laughs> You're all right. <laughs> well, you know what? He's smart, but he's not that, that super genius smart to where he's got all the answers. So mm. he's so often the underdog that that, that part of your brain <laughs> kicks yeah. in. And well, it helps him. that he's not so smart, which means that he's constantly... Putting him, painting himself in a corner mm -hmm. with his shenanigans out there with all the killing and all the illegal things that he's doing. Uh, and also, you know, I mean, not that they deserve to die, but he's surrounded by shitty, shitty people, people, man. Yeah. Even the, spoiler alert here, but even the, 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 the girl that he's stalking, man, she does not deserve to have this guy in her life, but even she is like a bimbo in a way. She's just... I mean, yeah, you know, it, it, yeah, it's... It, it, he's with people who are shallow. Yes. And and they will do some things that'll make you angry enough to where you almost think they deserve it or you root for him over them until he does something that, that yes. make, makes you snap back and go like, oh, that's right, he's a complete stalker. It is, it, it, the, and the, a psychotic. The writing in this is so brilliant that this is a lesson in writing to make people relate to the character. You can write something so well that you can make people relate to a total sociopath, a homicidal sociopath. And even if you want to, the, here's the scariest thing about it, he's somewhat of a sexual assaulter too. Oh, absolutely. And at times, because you were so in his head, you become him and you just start rooting for him and you start agreeing with him in some cases. They're like, mm. yeah, yeah, that motherfucker need to go. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait no, a minute, what no, am I saying? That's wrong, no. that's wrong, that's wrong. <laughs> what am I, stupid? No, 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 that's not how that goes, man. And it was time like, come on, Joe, you can get out of this. Yeah, that's like, not, wait, yes. what am I doing? Because you get put in that situation like, what if I was in this situation I had to get out of it? But then again, I would never <laughs> you would never stalking and killing people like Joe here. <laughs> so that's stupid right there, but they write it so well that that's what happens, man. Brilliant. Brilliant show. I'm so glad I discovered it, man. I was hooked when I saw it. And I, was, mm -hmm. and I did a review saying, I don't even know if people are into this that much, but I'm going to talk about it because y'all need to see this, man. Uh, and loved it, man. And by the second season, I was still loving it. But I'm like, all right, y'all a little trashy now. <laughs> you know, by the second season, it was, it was like a cross between Breaking Bad and a CW soap opera, man. Mm. Did you see season two? Yeah, I did. I did. What'd you think about season two? Uh, yeah, I didn't like it quite as much. You know, it, I mean, it has to stretch things for it to keep going. Uh, but there's a, a another thing I found that I wasn't liking, and it it's something that, that an element that takes over season three. Mm. Yeah, and, and that's you know, and that's what we're gonna talk about because I mean, season two became such a soap opera right down to, but but I'm having your baby. 
I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> the baby's <Yeah>. yours, Trevor. <laughs> so I was like, oh, shit. All right, we're here, man. We're here with that. All right, this is not definitely up to the writing that the first it, season was well, up to. Well, it's funny because it's, it's produced by Greg Berlanti, who, who does all of those CW uh, shitty shows. Yeah. So, and so watching that first season, one, yeah, he's like, yeah, this doesn't belong on Lifetime because it's good. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, you could, like if you read the premise of it, you go like, "Oh, that's a Lifetime Channel movie." I was confused. And yeah, and then you watch it, you're like, "Nah, this is way too good for y'all. G- give me this back." That's let's, why I let's wasn't on, on Lifetime. Lifetime didn't drop it. Lifetime said, "This is way too good for us." Yeah, <laughs> yeah surely you must be mistaken. <laughs> Take this back. Yeah, uh, but it is. Yeah, toward the somewhere in the second season, and then so much of this third season, it's like, okay, now this has that Greg Berlanti feel. Hmm. So this is CW right here, but I'm not saying how I feel about third season yeah all i'm saying is is that listen like so many shows that i started watching and loved it took the risk of the more we do this all right you would do are we are we doing this we going on we can stop (laughs) but if we do this it might get silly sure it might get a little silly and you know uh and this right here man you know as much as i love the first one it, it took the risk of getting sillier and you know, and really, y'all, yeah, it did. It continues to get sillier because how long can a guy continue to be a creepy ass stalker, getting away with leaving tons of bodies behind him in his in, in his wake in his path? I mean, come on, you can only do that so long right, right, before right. you start manufacturing what seemed like phony and fake ways for him to get out of sure, these situations. Sure. And that's why I had to see the third season. Of you. I've been keeping up with it. I enjoyed last season, but I did describe last season that said, man, it's trash TV. And I mean that in the best way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't like it anymore for the brilliant writing. I like it because, man, you really are grabbing me and I want to see what happens you're, you're, next. You're, you're wrapped into it. They, they keep getting in situations like, how, is it, how are you going to get out of this? Yes. What's going to happen next? Uh, it's stretching credibility, but it's still fun. Yeah, and that's what I had to see with season three. I said, look, we already got crazy at, with season two, but God damn it, that be, you're having my baby part. <laughs> I'm having your baby. I'm just kind of like, fuck, you got me, man. Okay, I want to see where we're going with this. <laughs> if you haven't seen season one and season two, that's possibly going to be a spoiler for you because we have to talk about those things if we're going to be talking about season three. But I'm going to try to keep it to a minimum with season three. But the main reason I'm talking about season three besides you guys saying, hey, t- are you going to talk about season three? And me wanting to come in and just watch the show because I'm a fan. I want to see if they can maintain. I mean, at this point, we really are jumping sharks and going wild now. And, you know, I'm just, <laughs> even sharks are like, stop. <laughs> Y'all stop jumping over me. <laughs> You're making me nervous. <laughs> I will get you next time. It really is jumping sharks right now, man. Can they maintain? Can they really maintain a third season, man, with what's going on? They already got me hooked on that baby cliffhanger right there. What is the baby about? What is going on with this new woman in his life? What's happening with old Joe? Is Joe the, now that Joe has uh, moved on to a new environment, what is happening here? Well, let's go ahead and take a look at season three of You, and that'll be the main thing. Does it still work? Has it maintained? Did they do a return to the brilliance of the first season? All will be revealed and answered right after this. In my history of scared, this is the most scared I've ever been. Congratulations, Dad. It's a boy. I've always believed in the one. Being your dad is changing me. For you. I'd move to some. That motherfucker got a baby? I know you said he has a baby, but what? Really? Yeah. And he's in the suburbs in, in, too? In the suburbs and married. Trying to be. Yeah. <laughs> trying, to, trying to be normal. This fool has been trying to be normal for two seasons. <laughs> and his shit ain't worked. Hey, he's, he's had two seasons of trying to find his soulmate and live happily ever after. Now he has a wife and a baby. In and the all, suburbs. And all, in the suburbs. And all he has, got, has to do. Is just maintain and just do what he's supposed to do. Oh, and what you're trying to say is calm your ass down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't kill people. That's all. Yeah, yeah. Stop stop obsessing over other women. Yes. Let's suburb. Come latte with us. <laughs> For you, I'd marry the monster. Your mother loves. What could go wrong? We both 
have done bad things. I wanted to move here so that we could start new. We are just a nice, normal neighbors next door. We are a team. The best team. Something's going on. You're, you're always distracted. Are you okay? You look paler than usual. I think we need to go to couples therapy. This came sooner than expected. Marriage isn't really built for secrets. There's no such thing as privacy in Madre Linda. You obsessed with her? Why don't you love me anymore? I was plotting something and I can feel it. Why does everybody think I'm impulsive? You are not making me kill anyone. Neither one of you is going to kill your spouse. You're many things, but you are not murderers. Like, God damn, we get our money back. Exactly. This, this bitch is a quack. <laughs> I mean, I don't expect you to be psychic, but come on. Wow. I mean, you know, we thought bad things about therapists, but bitch, you were bad at your job. Man, I got to tell you. Okay, to answer your question, first of all, just a little background. So, we do have the return of Joe and Love. Love is the. The, 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 the infatuation, his target of infatuation from season two. That's what this has all been about. This guy has been infatuated with women, stalked them in the worst kind of ways, and need, needless to say, has murdered for them or to them. And, you know, with, with uh, love, you think you finally found his match because turns out she's just as crazy as he is, mm -hmm. where he is a stalker and convincing himself like, oh, wow, I am doing all of this for love. This is not stalking. That's what other people do. Right, 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 right. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just trying to find love and sometimes you got to massage it along and do things. Yeah. And, and if somebody gets in the way, you might have to kill them, but it's for the best because I'm doing it for them. Exactly. That was they... a toxic person in their life or somebody who caught me doing some shit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they needed to go. Right. It's for the greater good. But it's always <laughs> at the end. He could this guy kills selfishly for himself. He mm. has a, he has an anger inside of him. And, but and he, huge self-denial. And and but that's where the denial comes in because he keeps that's where the title you comes in because this bitch is always saying, "But I did it for you." <laughs> but I'll have to kill him if he ever decides to hurt you and it's like shut the fuck up man you're you're insane <laughs> but this chick or this chick here she's the worst she jesus christ you you what i tell you the brilliance of episode of season two not as good as season one in writing but the brilliance of it is that they made her a victim and she was a victim of him but it turns out that she does have impulses and anger issues much worse than he does. Yeah. And at first you think that they're made for each other. Yeah. And God damn it, they made me feel for Joe again because it's like, fuck Joe, why this chick? <laughs> man, out of all the crazy bitches out there, why this one, man? You could have found another psycho, man. God damn, she, if you want to go for Karen, she's the ultimate Karen, man. She is so insane. But to get to answer the question here, and what happens is that does save her life that she says, I'm having your baby. Because he's like, in his mind, he's like, well, obviously if somebody kills for other reasons other than what I am doing murder for, then they are wrong. And she has to go. And he's about to kill her. Yeah, he's like, I, this chick has to go. Yeah, but she, she's too much. Yeah, he's, oh my God, you know, murdering for stupid reasons? <laughs> Not good reasons like mine? No, she's got to go. But that's what he said, I'm having your baby. And he's like, well, you know his past. He's like, I cannot let another life be like mine. And that's when he says, well, I'm going to be in this. We're going to get through this together. Hey, we're both murderers. we got something in common. And, and I'll um, be happy now. Yeah, we'll be her, happy. We'll live with the baby. We'll live in the suburbs. We'll raise cool. the baby right Make sure that everything is okay, but that people come on, they're not both killers. And look, to answer your question, yes, yes, this does get sillier. Yeah, it can't it has nowhere else to go but sillier? All right, I mean, the characters have become they 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 are forcing situations now so much that the characters have become caricatures, 
And with each season, they become more caricaturish, more cartoonish, man. You know, season one, season one was not about so much the characters because the setting was the New York urban millennial dating scene. And that's cool, but it, was, it wasn't about the New Yorkers. It was about Joe being a stalker mm-hmm. at that moment. He was kind of the center of it all. I mean, but you're right. It was a a, a comment on the the New York millennials, and yeah, just, and just their their lifestyle and the things they found important and and Instagramming and all that shit. And Joe is like, I love literature, I love the finer things in life, I love monogamy. You know, things that you millennials don't understand, you take for granted, and thus must die for. <laughs> but but the, but it was really more centered on Joe, and the people were kind of outliers to his story. Season two is where. You know, he went from East Coast to West Coast, and now it was about the shallowness of those people yes. living in that scene. Mm-hmm. And that's where we start to actually get a little more stereotypical with the the, the L.A. people. We, we we do. They they are more stereotypical. But, you know, it is at that feeling of like, oh, it's a commentary on, on, on those shallow L.A. people, uh, which, you know, it sounds redundant, but... Even though it was more cliche, it was still it was still fun. No, it was, it was still, still funny. fun. No, the characters were still written well. Mm-hmm. But I was like, okay, these are de- definitely types that we're feeding off of, and they're not the most plus you know, they, fleshed out people. Think about how prophetic it was about Chris D'Elia. Oh Jesus, that's right. That one of the 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 the, the pedophile rapist uh, uh, comic on there ended up being a pedophile rapist comic in real life. <laughs> Jeez, who would have known? Nobody, nobody knew until that show. <laughs> Shit, maybe Joe, maybe we need Joe, man. <laughs> That's why he was so good at playing it. Yeah. <laughs> I know this role. <laughs> so he, he, your motivation here is like, I, I, I got this. Yeah. <laughs> now season three, drums, it, it dumps the uh, East Coast, West Coast thing to go to the suburbs. And, you know, now we got the themes with this of, and it's themes that we've seen before, man. We've seen yeah. these themes plenty of times. The darkness that lies in the veneer of the family appearance of the suburb. All these people, they got jobs, they got kids. They talk about how much they care about everything from family to the to the climate, to the to the environment. You know, everybody's everybody's green. Everybody's doing the latest trendy diet. It's it's like all these HBO shows that have had Nicole Kidman and Reese Witherspoon in them lately. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've seen that theme anywhere from Hitchcock to American Beauty. You know, we've seen all of this before, man. You know, you pull back that veneer, you pull back some layers, you see that suburbia is, is littered with sex, drugs, and other dark secrets, including maybe murder. But, you know, uh, they, this time we get that theme, the depictions of that through tech bros and yeah. and, 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 and mommy vloggers, yeah. you know, and... and uh, and you know, and that's that's where I thought, like, okay, these characters to me are the weakest written characters out of all the seasons. They're cartoon characters, yep. and with ten episodes, they have plenty of room to have have these characters have more depth. Yep, and, and, that's, and they yep. don't. Hmm. I think that's the disappointment. Like, uh, get Joe to kill some of these episodes, man, because <laughs> we don't need ten it's, episodes. It's, of it's this. too many episodes because I, I found it at times it was repeating itself. Yes, that's what happens. Is there some quota that they have to have for ten episodes of everything? Because we don't need them, man. This I mean, I guess the people eight. get paid more. Yeah, I guess yeah. we don't. This would have been fine at seven or eight. Yeah, eight pushing it, man. I, I feel like six. Yeah, man, we didn't need all that. But goddamn, boy, they. Still got me, man. Did, did Shit, they, they still they, they, they didn't have me as much. I I watched because I was like, well, I'm curious. I'm already in it. But the element I talked about from last season, I just don't like love. I just I I just found myself hating her most of the time, and I just yes. I just felt all the times like she's got to go. No, that's the point. That's what brought me in because I fucking hate love. Love it, man. Look, this is really a soap opera now, y'all. <laughs> it really is. But that's how you're going to have to watch it. I'm just going to have to dismiss what they did in that first season. You know, knock my nose out the, out the air, quit turning it up, and just be like, I'm watching a soap opera, man. You know, you know, you know, how, you know how women, I am being sexist here, but you know how women would say, y'all kids be quiet. I'm watching my stories. Your story? <laughs> These are my stories right here. Y'all sit down and be quiet. Daddy watching his stories right now. That's just what it is. I'm into it, man. I'm, they got me. They got me. I'm, I'm, I, and the main reason it works, well, first of all, let me go ahead and just say, Penn Badgley continues to be great as Joe, man. Because even after 
three seasons. We still forget this fool is up there with Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> he's he, he he's he, a slasher. He he got way outshined this season. Oh no, he <laughs> did because his even his body count was low. I was like, did he ever actually kill anybody? Because he he did. Yeah yeah he did <laughs> he did he did. But but you see how you had to stop and think about it. Hmm. Well, I had to stop and think about how many. I knew he killed. I had to think about, okay, who had it coming? <laughs> because there is some, there's some questions that go on. Because there's people. some things that he or the two of them do that cause people to die. But the actual, I am killing you, I, I, can, I can only think of once he did that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, there's, there's probably just, yeah, maybe. I don't know because I'm, I'm thinking about it. Because it, it was always him coming home and she's like, well, I kill this person. You got to deal with it. Yeah. Like, God damn it, girl. But I mean, <laughs> they keep making you feel for him because his problems feel relatable <laughs> now that he's married and has a kid. And I'm telling you, man, and, I, and, it, and look, I'm not saying in a, in a marriage, everybody should be listening to each other. Everybody's at fault here. But this one, how many times have dudes, straight dudes out there married to straight women? I'm just telling you, I'm not saying we were right. But how many times have us as married men had to look at our wives and said, if this woman don't quit acting a fool right now, <laughs> and that is love. And I think the reason why, that's the reason why I really like this, man. I'm looking at her name right now. Love is played, and I think brilliantly, by oh, Victoria Pedretti, yeah. who was in Once Upon a Time in, in uh, Hollywood not too long ago. But uh, she was also in season too as love and was that was that haunting of blind manor hunting of a blind manor that's right she was in that man i'm gonna tell you looking at her in this i mean it's a it's amazing how moments they can make her feel like like she is the victim here she is a a a victim of neglect she isn't victim of misunderstanding oh joe you pushed her in this shit she had it in her but you pushed her and then there's other times we're like fuck you you gotta go yeah. This chick is crazy. I, 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 I only ever had that feeling of she's got to go. There were times I felt bad for. I did really feel bad for. They did. I, I wanted to. <laughs> they had some scenes where it's like, okay, she's ill, man. You know, I'm, if I can feel for Joe, I can feel for this chick. And she obviously is, is mentally ill. She is gone. And the reason why I felt bad for it is because, seriously, man, I mean, Look, she could. She has to be responsible for her actions, but Joe will push a motherfucker, man. Joe, Joe, being around Joe is so because Joe. I'm not gonna say anything about Joe, but both these people, they're, they're what what I love about it is that these are two people with a lot of baggage. Yes, and yes. either baggage or old habits or even addictions, and none of them can let it go being into this. Yeah, and you watch this. And, and if I had to describe this season to somebody, I would say it's like it's like natural born killers if they didn't go on killing sprees but became domesticated and went to couples therapy. Okay. You know, because these two, they're both killers, man. They both got problems they bring into it and they both affect each other. But the moment I started like wanting to blame, the moment I started wanting to blame uh, uh, love for doing certain things, I was just kind of like, yeah, Joe, but you are making excuses for pushing her, and you're getting back in that same old shit. Well, that's 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 Joe's. Big without problem. saying anything too well, much, is, is that he cannot break out of his pattern. Like it's almost like like they just get the last of their stuff moved into the house and drives off, and he's back at it again. Yeah, and I'm just so frustrated. And, and it's really frustrating that he figures that he's on a pattern. He knows it. He got. He's like, I know what it is. I'm done. He ain't done. No, he no. At, Asshole, man, and what? And that, the show makes me mad too, because I'll start feeling bad for Joe, and I'm like, oh, Joe, man, Joe, yeah, you catching a bad one from every. Maybe you got it. You just misunderstood, and then that fool will pick up a pair of panties that he stole. And <laughs> I'm like, you <laughs> motherfucker, and, and put it in his little treasure box with all the other little trinkets oh, he stole. Oh, like, this guy. That's why you can't. <laughs> Every time he does that, you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy, man. That's why you can't sit up here and just like take sides because he is disgusting. He is horrible. Yeah. And they do, and they write it so well where it's like, they, that this is what has been a common thread in all these. They still write Joe so well where I know Joe is, is a horrible person. They still make me feel for him. And then I pull, he hides under women's beds and smelling their dirty panties and. 
it's stalking their friends. And, oh, I can't stand this guy. But then I'm like, oh, Joe, fuck, what are you doing, man? <laughs> because on some level, it's like, well, he really cares, though. <laughs> he goes an extra mile. If, it, if, that, no. if a woman feels like she's being ignored, he's paying all the extra attention. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and, but, there, but there's also more Jeez. scenes of his childhood that like show like, all right, this is how he kind of got like this. It's not an excuse. It, it is not. They're not even close. But no, there is no. something to it. Um, yeah, I always, like I said, especially with the first season, I watch Joe and I go, Joe is Christian Gray without money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he wow. should. <laughs> okay. Hey, he's a good-looking guy, and yeah. he knows, you know, <laughs> how to how to do the romance and everything, but he's really a creep. No, he's, shit, he's the creepiest of creeps, man. It even creeps up look at him and like, <laughs> like what man, you doing? Dude, come on. Get your ass out of here, you nasty motherfucker. Get my binoculars back. <laughs> man, this dude. But the, this whole thing is, uh, while everybody else is caricaturish and cartoonish mm-hmm. and exaggerated, their marriage is an allegory for modern marriage. Man. It is. And it, it really it, works yeah, there's well. A, there's a lot of stuff there. It's a lot of realistic commentary on modern marriage. It's fascinating to look at a marriage falling apart that probably cannot be saved because these. it's not just because they're murderers. Like I said, they bring in a lot of things, mostly because of jealousy, mostly because of selfishness, and both of them wanting to be right all the time. Well, there's also that thing of them just having a child. And, yeah. And it does, you know, it'll stress your marriage. Feeling tired, neglected, uh, like the other person's not pulling their weight. Yeah. Like all, all that they were going through, I was like, oh, this is familiar. Yeah, no, they touch on that too, how, you know, it's a cautionary tale. This is probably the the best written part of this is their, how they handle their marriage. From going to, to couples counseling mm-hmm. to the cautionary tale of there's so many people who get into a marriage without knowing their partners. Oh, yeah. You think you have all this in common. Mm-hmm. How How can we, I mean, that's the ultimate thing. We kill people. How can they not have anything else in common, man? And you don't realize how much they don't have in common until that baby comes, until they start living with each other, and you Deal, know, it's, dealing with toxic people in their lives. Oh yeah, man. It's you know, it's a it's a great commentary on modern marriage, man. Uh, and they keep those stakes high because the whole time you're looking at these two immature idiots over here, these dangerous people too, and you just keep thinking, this poor kid, man. What is going to happen to this poor baby? Can, can I tell you why I didn't think that? Why? Because this did something that I see shows do all the time, where uh, they they write it in where the 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 female partner you know a, a character has a baby and it's a big deal, and then from that point forward, that baby is constantly out of the picture. Mm. There's always yeah. some magic babysitter they have or a mother is passed on to. So you might go whole episodes where the baby's not seen at all. Oh, and I, and, yeah. yeah, and I see I see this in shows a lot, and it is. It, it, it irks me because one, when you have a baby, getting a babysitter like that—that that is not a thing. That yeah. it, it takes planning. You and, and always with the oh, the, my mother will come over and watch it. It's like nah, that's not even a guarantee. I tell you why I believed it here, because love is from, and this is part of love's problem. She's from a privileged family. The mom is messed up, and the mom is rich, so the mom comes over whenever she wants to. The other thing is, I was, you know, maybe it's because I don't have kids. But I thought these fools were so sinister and crazy that even when the baby wasn't around, that baby was always in the back of my mind. I was like, <laughs> Jesus. And like, even when the baby wasn't there, I was like, stay there. Don't give that baby back to them. <laughs> yeah. Run! Run, baby, run! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, you know, it just worked on me. Okay. That, that worked on me. But you have kids, so you know you yeah. see it differently. I yeah. understand. But that baby scared the... Not, it scared me because I was so scared for the welfare of that baby. And you know, like in... Especially when you see Joe's terrible past, because I get it, man. Joe does not want that to happen to his baby. Yeah, he's, like, he's, trying, he's doing everything he can to not have the baby go through what he did. And it's like, Joe, you're incapable of doing that, man. Mm-hmm. It's like, no matter how hard you try. The neighbors, though, are weak to me, man. They're so caricatured and, and cartoony. You know, like 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 the the neighborhood queen bee that they got here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shelly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
looking at this actress's name over here. Sherry. Sherry. Good. Yeah, Sherry and Carrie, her husband. Shalita Grant. Sherry, Sherry yeah, it's like, yeah. And they sound as uh Yeah. <laughs> they sound as obnoxious <laughs> as their names, man. <laughs> but yeah, she's she's the mommy vlogger that we were talking about. The and, queen of the neighborhood. Yeah, she's the queen bee of the, the neighborhood. She's running things. The, and everybody's so scared to cross the, her. The main mean girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. And you know, you look at Sherry and I mean, you know, she's, yeah, she's a mommy vlogger, but she's a caricature of whatever we think of as mommy vloggers. On the rare occasion, we do venture into the wild. Forty, no, no, Henry inevitably cries before we're handed our lattes. <laughs> My twins had an oral fixation for the record books. Sherry, by the way. As in locally famous mom influencer Sherry Conrad, her blog slash podcast slash brand heart shaped mistakes kill me is a mecca of humble bragging and superiority fronting as hard earned wisdom. I love Kringleberg, and this is Joe. Yeah, and Mr. Hansen here is forty. Is it Henry, all it's Henry. crazy? It's taken months for us to finally meet. Yeah, well, newborn, you know. Oh my God. I completely understand. I'm just glad we were able to finally run into each other. We've got to get coffee together, love. I'll share all my secrets. That tone, warm with an undertone of peace. This bitch is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Man, uh, that's another thing, you know, because they detest the suburbs and people living there and the way they portray these characters. You can't blame them. But it's like, okay, they got me again. Because at first I was like, yeah, man, I got to get out of this place. And I was like, wait a minute, I'm listening to a fucking killer, man. He's <laughs> <laughs> only bored because he can't go out and murder as much as he wants nah, to and feed his, his insatiable need to stalk people. True, but that place is awful. <laughs> well, that's, again, because they exaggerate these characters yeah, so that's much. True. You know, and, I, and, and like I said, I got to stop listening to these people, man, because they make it sound horrible. But he, this guy's, that's, again, where I think the writing excels is because this guy's never going to be satisfied. True. No matter true. where he is. When he was in when he's in New York, it was like he detested the New York millennials there. L.A. These people are so shallow. Oh my God, the suburbs. I'm a, he's so. That's another thing about this character is that he is he is a uh, he is a what, what he's a pompous character, man. He thinks he's so better than everybody else. And and in uh, this in in this, but the thing is, he thinks he's he's better than everybody else because he's unhappy because. He can't stop stalking people in the, in this pursuit to find the one. Mm -hmm. So you know, they, but they every time these guys talk, you're like, oh, Joe's right. He's so smart, and he is written so smart that he gets in your head. Fuck this guy, man. man because <laughs> <laughs> he got me, man. <laughs> oh come on, you don't find yourself agreeing with him most of the time. I do. That's the problem. Until I think about, it. I'm like, what the hell are you talk? What are you doing? <laughs> I say he's full, he's full of shit. Uh, the, and and you know, the. But the characters, they're just devices, man. They're not yeah. real characters anymore. They're devices to keep you hanging in there. They're victims either to be caged or killed or to just create complicated situations. And the, usually the complicated situations here, again, is in the most soap opera style. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I'm, che I'm cheating on my husband with the neighbor's kid who's barely out of high school. Ain't that, man? Ain't that some, uh, uh, some, 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 uh, uh, that's not even soap opera. That's a uh, Mexican soap opera. No, oh, <laughs> that's Novella's novella. Novella, man. man. I ain't even. Man, we ain't even in so. We ain't even CW no more. We are in a Univision now. Well, you know, I, th that's one of the things where, like, the first scene he shows up at, he's just aggressively flirting with her, and talking about the neighbor's son. The, the neighbor's the yeah. neighbor's son. Theo. Yeah, yeah, Theo, Theo, who we just saw in Halloween Kills. Um, and yeah, that that was him. That was him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Him just showing up and flirting with the uh, with with love, the wife, and aggressively, and she's like, "All right," and it's like, hmm. and you go, "Okay, this could comfortably just be that and nothing more." Yeah. But because it's CW soap opera related, it has to turn into an affair later. Oh no, they they go they go all in. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was just... Wait, was, was it the dad thing or the hitting on you? I don't... I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. No, I, I used to have my shit together. Hey, hey, stop. Don't be stupid, okay? 
Come on, come on. We could we had had like a line or two. He knew what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. He knew. (laughs) Well, the the cameras are rolling, so if I get within a certain Mm -hmm. distance from you, we have to make out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What's that actor's name, man? Oh, I saw it. Yeah, I don't know that, but yeah, he was in a. Yeah, somebody he's in said, both Halloween movies. Yeah, he's in 2018 yeah, and yeah. Yeah. Somebody said it can't be that easy. Yeah, if you got trashy writers, it can be. Mm-hmm. They didn't waste no time with that. But the only thing, again, that just made me excuse is like, okay, she's crazy. She's insane. And really, her rationalization of everything, you think Joe is bad. Hers is worse, man. There's so many times Joe has to come in. That's really when you agree with Joe. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? What's wrong with you? Yeah. He's like, really? And... Cause, I cause, talk about cause, how, what's that? Just because because Joe's like, listen, when I do this shit, I'm not sloppy like this. Yeah, and I'm trying to, and you think like, man, this is the problem. If these two had not found each other, maybe Joe might get. I doubt it, but Joe might get a grasp on things, and maybe she would have somebody pulling this murderous tendencies out of, out of her. But like, you see what what she does, and Joe is just kind of like, man, now I got to do, now I got to go deep mm-hmm. because you went too far. Yeah. Ah, you pulling me into this. I'm, I'm trying to be clean. Hey, imagine if you like you had a wife who every time you went out, she got drunk and obnoxious and started fights. Yeah. Yes, that's. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is love, man. It's ironically named because you hate that fucking chick by the time it's done. Yeah, Joe is actually trying to be cool about things where she's like, they got to go. Or, <laughs> right. uh, uh, Joe, I did it again. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Who, who, is it, who is it this time? Uh, that, that bitch I saw you buying chewing gum from. I, I know something was happening. I, I saw the way she looked at you. Thank oh, God. Jesus. There's a time when she just walks in. He's like, oh, who did you murder now? Shit. I know somebody. Oh, let me see here, man. <laughs> You're right. You root for Joe for a different reason now. It's more like, man, you got to get out of this. Yeah, Joe, run. God damn it. Sick of this. I'm trying to help you. But, oh, and I, I, what I love, man, is that I do find it funny. Let me see if I can find it here. Because another theme that goes through this, I love it that everywhere they go, they keep that cage. Oh, oh yeah, they yeah. just no, no. They they move the first. The first thing they do before they unpack boxes is rebuild that cage. That's how I know that none of them are no good, man. Because if they were trying to be better, they wouldn't be having that cage ready. Uh-huh. But they're like, nah, we gonna fuck up. <laughs> well, I know it. Let's go ahead and keep this cage just around. Saying it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Is that their excuse for like? What's their excuse for keeping the cage? Because just... they, you know, to be. To, if I can just spoil a little bit, it's like just in case they have to keep somebody alive. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't answer the question. Okay. 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 So initially, it's, it was built. Joe did this. Oh, yeah, his thing. His thing. It was, yeah, it was yeah. a place to, to keep rare books. Oh. Oh, yeah. Where yeah. They, they, it would preserve them. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, you know, then they Use found for people other too. uses for it. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, put bills and Hannibal Lecter shit. Got it. Yeah, there. it does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a climate-controlled environment for books. Because oh. he's a book restorer. Yeah. Oh, okay. He, he, yeah, that, I mean, his... Other special talent is restoring old books, and mm. he's, he's like a genius at doing yeah, that. Yeah, okay. he, he was. To give you a little bit of Joe's background, Joe was he was a, uh, neglected as a kid, mm-hmm. abused and bullied by other kids, put mm-hmm. in a home for boys, unwanted boys, and mm. and uh, later he was taken in by an old man, who taught him how to repair books. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, so he, so that's the excuse he uses. I'm gonna use this I mean, for my book, mean, my, the, my hobby. The, I mean, the, the, the old man <laughs> taught him things about the world, all, all about books. It's yeah. why he's so smart. Yeah. But the guy also could kind of see a little thing in him, like, yeah, maybe I need to just keep you right here. And yeah, he makes him sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, because he's like, I know your ass was crazy, too. Uh, okay. Feral bastard. Interesting. <laughs> but later, cool. no, they don't keep it around as an excuse. They always keep it around just in case. Just in we case. We got to knock a motherfucker out. Fair enough. Now they have it around saying later, oh, we're going to store sugar and, and flour and, and flour and Because Because love owns a bakery. Right, right, like, right Nah, right, man, right. that's just for people. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> man, I, don't, I don't know how you feel about everything we're saying, but I would love for you to watch the first season. You, you know, it, it, I was going to ask you guys a question because, you know, you had these – I know you guys both like the second season. I'm, you know, I guess you're more mixed about the third one. Mm-hmm. But do you feel like this would have worked better as just like a single show? Because it feels like it's just – you're kind of – like it feels like this show is spinning its wheels and it's going to reach the inevitable conclusion where, I mean, he's going to get caught. 
It feels like that because if this sounds to me he's a little bit, at you like, yeah, it's like, 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 oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how else will you end this? If, he, if <laughs> you go tell Chris, <laughs> <laughs> don't put me in the room. Don't put me in the book room with the sugar. Because <laughs> this kind of sounds like Dexter to me. Because yeah. you know, it's like, okay, I get it. You have your code. You, you're killing people, but this is going to. You're going to mess up eventually. You're going to stumble, and then it's going to be your ass. We'll see. I mean, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see. He, okay. you know, he manages to slink out of things. Like I always think of shows uh, like uh, Breaking Bad mm. and The Shield, mm-hmm. where yes, yeah. we are rooting for what we think of as the antihero, sure. who's really more of the, the villain, villain. The yeah. villain, mm-hmm. and they're doing shit where. You're like, how long can you keep getting away with this? <laughs> yes. And, you know, run about five seasons seem to, to to do it to where, okay, both shows are like, all right, hey, yeah. we can't keep this yeah. going. Right. But also, in both cases, they had somebody on their ass after them. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, with Walter White, it was the cartel. Right. With Vic Mackey, it was uh, uh, internal affairs. Yeah. You know, people who were like, no, nah, I'm, I'm watching everything you do. So far, Joe hasn't had that. He doesn't have yeah. like a rival. Yeah, he doesn't have okay. somebody who's been like, I'm, I'm following you, and I'm, I'm on your ass. Okay. Now, Chris, I mean, I think, I think, yeah, they should end it. I'll tell you, uh, season uh, one ended in a way where, like, it could have been a yeah, it, it could have been. It was a great ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not gonna say what it is, but it's ambiguous enough to was like, I like that. It's morally ambiguous. Right. It was like, all right, I'm cool with this, and it, it ends where it's like, oh my god, this is a certain genre. It's pulled it all together. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, they have. Let me see here. Because uh, then they greenlight season four. Was, was oh, just, oh yeah. Oh, it ends saying yeah. like, "Hey, Joe will be back. <laughs> Joe will return." <laughs> I, I was tell you, Killing people. Yeah, they, they did. Uh, just, just like at the end of James Bond will return. <laughs> yeah. Good old Joe. Yeah, man. I'm looking for it right here. I didn't pull it up, but yeah, uh, yeah they already announced uh, season four. You know see, what? I take that back. Season four is already out there. They don't say Joe will be back. They say you will return. Mm. I would do anything for you. I just want to be good enough for you. I did everything I could for you. For you. For you. It's brave what I do for you. For you. It's not easy. It's hard for you. (laughs) 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 Got on the ground. worked so hard for you for you i could walk through fire for you 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 Season up. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, if they go past four, he might as well be hanging out with Jason and Michael Myers after this. <laughs> only thing I can think of is that perhaps, without saying too much, somebody's gonna be noticing that there's just these bodies that are lo- like left in his way. Yeah, in his way. You know, it's like everywhere he goes, people disappear, and now people are gonna start putting it all together. Mm-hmm. He's not gonna have anywhere to go. He's gonna be cornered. Yeah, based on all the previous seasons, mm-hmm. that would be cool if they kind of like bring it together. If they bring all the, the you know where West, he's been. It's West like Coast, tracking him down. All these yeah. people like this. Okay, you know, there's been a, uh, a you know a, a nationwide man search or manhunt, manhunt, manhunt. Man, hey, same thing. Man, no, <laughs> yeah, true. No manhunt for this guy, and uh, now we got the feds involved. That'd be cool. I mean, that would be something interesting if for the fourth season he does something that gets him somewhat famous. And then that, then suddenly there's, like serial, you know, like there's eyes on him and people going like, hold on a second. I yeah. don't recognize this. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, that would be awesome. Because this ends in a way we're just like, okay, I don't know how to, you pull that off. That doesn't make any sense. But, you know, again, we're not to be asking questions that deep with this, I guess. Hmm. Uh, you know, just some things. I'm talking about how, yes, do I think it holds up. More in the sense of like season two does, but still not on the level of season one. You know, season one was just such a self-contained animal of its own that it's you know it's it's much better than what we've been doing here because you can tell where they've been intentionally trying to stretch this out Mm -hmm. and okay these manufactured situations Mm -hmm. that he's that he manages to get out of then you know uh, okay well plus like like the thing he he gets into something deep halfway through this this season where Mm -hmm. it's like man why this and now it felt like this should have been something earlier and not have so many episodes it's almost like they were like 
All right, well, we got done with that one, but we need something for him to do, so. Yeah. There she is. Yeah. Well, I would see why that is the case, because, like I said, you know, he's getting back an old Joe. Old Joe. <laughs> old crazy Joe. But if I had to, like, go in and actually do, like, some criticism of this, uh, I think that with this, uh, the, the show wants to come across very liberal. And I will say that they do some things, man. Uh because with these people, first of all, I'm talking about the people that they have in here that are so stereotypes and whatnot, but they do make you feel for them because these people do have families. You know, these people, they do have kids. And you're like, all right, you know, I, I don't want to see these people die, even if they're really shitty people. You know, I want, there's other people around them that probably need them. Uh, so that, that was cool, man. Um, certain episodes will make you question whether somebody should die because first it seems like they're politicizing at a certain point. But then you realize the consequence of what somebody did. I was like, I don't know about dying, but that was a horrible thing that person did. Mm-hmm. That person, he, yeah, he deserved a knock upside his head. For yeah, them. yeah. You know, it's, they, they do. <laughs> yeah, they do make you think like, man, man oh, damn, now you, now you getting me? Am I am I a murderer? Am I crazy? But it, it wants to come across as liberal, and I don't think it. That's the problem when one show tries to come across too much as either part of the political spectrum. I think for one. Uh, you know, there's nothing but every woman of color in here is with a white dude. <laughs> it's like there's no, like, have you, have you noticed this? Yeah. yeah. They're, every, mean, they're, they're all very light-skinned women who are with white dudes. And yeah. even the past season, dark-skinned, light-skinned, you know, maybe a little color isn't gone. But talk about how liberal they are, you know, and love is blind. It's like, you know, every man of color, especially black men, they're all marginalized to non-existent. Actually, everyone uh, who's black in this show is with somebody white. <laughs> well, women, like the men, oh oh men too. Okay, there's a gay couple, but Hollywood's always been fine with <laughs> oh you know you, we don't mind is uh, the gays yeah they can they, they can have this, at it yeah, yeah. we don't mind if black dude gets with the white man <laughs> you know because both y'all are out there right <laughs> but don't touch our women but this show I'm not saying that they're racist maybe something they overlook but every season has been every woman of color has been with a white dude hmm. and then. All men of color have been on the sidelines. And I'm just saying, you know, hey, if you're gonna be that liberal, let's you know, let's let's go ahead and talk about that shit because that's not coming across as much as you cool it like you think it is. Uh, also, uh, the, the gay guys kind of feel marginalized in this, yeah. like like they always do. Yeah. And the funny yeah. thing about it is they want this, they want gay dudes to come in and save the day for everybody. They want them to give <laughs> word of, like these are magical mystical gay dudes. That's true. <laughs> but then when it comes to a scene where they have gay Gay sex, I like I. I know y'all looking like me, like oh, Corey, but you want some ass or something? I'm like, look, all I'm saying is, is that you want to put in and represent the gay dudes, but then you go when gay sex is about to be introduced, it's a form of of of, of comedy mm-hmm. to be laughed at almost shamefully. Yeah, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, get the fuck out of here with that. Nobody want to hear that. And also, there are swingers here. I'm gonna tell you, you know, in what context, but there are swingers in the show, and they actually try to shame them. It was like, look, I'm not, I'm not a swinger, all right, but I've done some crazy shit. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, that's a lifestyle between people who keep that to themselves and sure. mind their own business, and they try to make them look like freaks in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you try to look down on them, and I'm like, okay, you're not. I'm not saying that you can't be a liberal-minded show. I'm not even. I don't even want you to be. I just want you to be a good story. That's all. Yeah. Like I saw that movie, The Hunt, where. Liberals were the villains. Yeah. Hey, it was fun. Yeah, I don't give fun. a fuck. It's a movie. But don't try to come across all progressive and liberal when you got these problems in here. Just leave that shit on the sidelines if you you know if if, if we if you can't commit. So it's a bunch of half measures by what you're saying. I, yeah, I think so. Mm. I think I think so, man. Speaking of sex, also I have a problem with filming <clears throat> sex in here. Now, yes, I like titties as much as any other man out there, but I'm not saying this because I want to see them. I'm you know I'm not saying it because I'm that much of a pervert. But every sex scene in here, the women kept their bras on. I know, and that's that's so <laughs> false. That just makes me go, why are we even bothering? That's phony, right? Yes, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it's very it's, phony. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, come on, man. Every sexy, every every, yeah, I noticed that too. Everyone, and it wasn't like, come on, I want to see something. It's like, hey, you could, you could change the angles and the and the lighting and even get body doubles. I don't care, but but don't have them keep their bra on because then it's like, well, what kind of sex is this? Yeah, get out of, like the dude dry humping, man. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, you know, I, and I get it. It was the women who were probably saying, I don't want to come in here and just be nude because you knew that they had that whatever yeah. thing down there that, that separates the dick from the... The, the, the merkin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah, you can see that. So whatever, man, you know, it just didn't seem... It, 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 it doesn't, like you said, it doesn't seem natural. Mm-hmm. It seems unrealistic very much. But anyway, uh, I, but I, I, I did like it, man. I like it. If I was to give it anything, I would give it a matinee. Uh, and I can't expect it's going to go anywhere beyond that with season four unless we just get some really cool resolution with that. But if you can enjoy this for just, again, kind of being, you know, trashy level soap opera at some points, and then other points where they actually do have some great writing when it comes to the marriage and little nuances with character, then, yeah, you know, it has those moments, too. Doesn't always have a good balance, but, hey, you know, it's fun when it comes down to it. Maybe not deep, but fun. So, yeah, I get mad. Okay. Uh, well, I didn't enjoy it as much as you because I felt in the middle, like, you know, I could stop watching this and, and be okay. Uh, I just didn't find myself rooting for them as I felt like I had before. There was just so many times I was like, yeah, I kind of want them to get caught at, at, at this mm. point, or somebody to, because these people, as shitty as they are, they they haven't built a, a big enough case to make me feel like they deserve it. And it was just so much of like, man, I'm just don't enjoy Love's character at all. It's, mm. Some characters can be terrible, and you just kind of you enjoy them, you love to hate them. It was like, oh, what are they going to do next? But with her, I was like, the hell is she going to do next? And why, why is she making everything so much more difficult than it needs to be? And I already brought up my issue with, with the baby and, and how, yeah, you, you introduce a baby. And then once you make, hey, the baby, we got a baby, we got a baby. And then it just kind of disappears. Right? Yep, yep. <laughs> You're out of here. We got other stories to tell. Uh, where I, whereas I, the, the season the season one for me was was a, a, an enthusiastic full price and the second was a high matinee. This one was more of a high rental for me. Mm. Okay, I still like it. I still want to see, you know, what what happens next. Uh, but I wasn't as in love with it. Yeah, I mean, I can see how that can break people because it depends I, on how you relate to certain characters. And, and I'm not so much broken because I do see, wait, like, okay, well, with season four, they could raise it back up to the standard of season two. Well, you know, and also you have to see how it relates to certain characters too, because you know, when you have characters that. That you hate. It could fall both ways. You could just, you know, you could love to hate that character, which, you know, I did. Or you could just hate the fuck out that character and just be gone. <laughs> but, yeah, because I, 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 I loved hating love. I think the actress does a great job. But I also think a, a lot of my negative feelings toward her, towards her and the whole thing was how it would get repetitive. Like, she would have an issue mm. and get really mad about it and act out. And it seemed like it got resolved, and then it would come back again. I was like, "Didn't we have this the same argument three episodes oh, ago?" See, that's this shit again. I yeah. kept waiting yeah. to see. Oh my god, what is what is love gonna do next? Because <laughs> that's, that's that's how they wrote it for me. I was like, "She is so insane." Every time she comes walks into the room, I was like, "Okay, what did you do?" I was like, "Joe, what did you do this time?" But it depends on how you look at the characters. Like I said, you know, yeah. characters can make you you know they can repel you and make you love something. So I guess if you, know, if you go into this, you know, if you love to hate characters, depending on what they're doing, you might be prone to this. But if characters just get on your damn nerves sometimes who do despicable things, then maybe that might not be the thing for you. But, you know. And you see it had our boy from uh, Garbage Pail Kids in it? No. Sean Astin. Sean Astin? Oh, his brother? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His, his, his brother is the, um, the main character from Garbage Pail Kids. Oh, wait Sean Astin's brother. John Aston's brother? Uh, Sean Aston's brother. Sean, Sean, was John Aston? I'm sorry, not, not Sean Aston. Mackenzie Aston. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Mackenzie. Who was Mackenzie Aston in this? Uh, I want to tell you, he was, he was the anti-vax neighbor. Oh, that was him? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Good for him, though. He's still working. No, that is good That's for him, awesome. Man. See, it didn't end up with Garbage Pail Kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See? On a hit show. Yeah. It's good to hear. It actually ended up in the Garbage Pail. <laughs> 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 <laughs>